I can invest some of that money. I can put that money towards hiring more support staff or hiring another attorney or two, maybe three, never know, right? So I am having more fun and it's all because I agreed in my mind initially that I was gonna commit myself to GLM, I was gonna do these little steps that I promised myself I was gonna do every year and not just say that I'm gonna do them, but actually do them. That carried over to my mastermind group, right? Listening to what others have said that they have done in their practices and making the commitment that I'm going to follow their lead. They've done it. If there was mistakes that were made, they've made them already. Welcome to the Renegade Lawyer Podcast, the show where we ask the questions, why aren't more lawyers living flourishing lives and inspiring others? And can you really get wealthy while doing only the work you love with people you like? Many lawyers are. Get ready to hear from your host, Ben Glass, the founder of the law firm Ben Glass Law in Fairfax, Virginia, and Great Legal Marketing, an organization that helps good people succeed by coaching, inspiring, and supporting law firm owners. Join us for today's conversation. Hero Accelerated Group for the last year, and she is someone who quite literally got up in front of the room and danced with excitement over where her practice was going. That's the type of energy that we look forward to. That's the type of energy that you want in your life. People who are so thrilled about their success and your success, they are quite literally dancing in the room. She has a family law practice in Maryland, and she is just an exceptional human being who has spoken here before, but what she did in joining the Accelerator group became such an example of what it means to push on that accelerator. She's going to share some fantastic information for you. I'm looking here at that first slide that she's got about making more money and having more fun. I think that's something all of us want a lot more of. So please give a big round of applause for Janine Clark. How's everyone doing? Can you hear me? Okay, I can't do too much dancing. Fell in the shower, you know how that goes. So... I don't want to dance and then break the other knee. So one of the things I want to say before I get started is, you know, you're going to get a lot of information over the next two days or day and a half. Pick three things that you're going to commit to working on for the next three to six months. I know the next uh, response is, I don't have a lot of time. You know, I've got this practice to run. I have family. I have all of that. Eke out at least two hours a week. Fridays are the best days for me. Friday afternoons are even better. But eke out two hours a week that you're going to work on those three things. Okay? Promise? I need hands. Sort of, kind of. Okay, good. All right. So, as Charlie said, and thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Ben, for inviting me to this stage once again. But my name is Johnine Clark. I have a family law and a state planning practice in Maryland. We just picked up the District of Columbia, so I'm excited about that. And yes, I've had tremendous growth, all due to the fact that I've stayed plugged in to great legal marketing, number one, 
and number two, made the best decision ever, which was to join the Heroes Mastermind Group. And by the way, for the record, the Heroes Mastermind Group is the best mastermind group in GLM. No competition icon, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, so I am brutally honest about everything. So I just need a raise of hands of who wants some brutal honesty today. Can I share with you where I was and how I got here and why I'm having fun and all of that other stuff? Can I do that today? Okay, all right, you said it. Now, two years ago, I did a presentation on the GLM stage and I talked about the different level of steps that I took and how they yielded big results. And I thought that, and I just wanna go through a few of those slides just so I can remind you or introduce to some of you what steps I took. Because I think there's a conception or a misconception that you have to do everything all at once. We can't do that. We have other obligations outside of our practice that we have to focus on, right? So when I first came to GLM back in 2015, I knew I couldn't do everything. I knew I couldn't afford everything. So what I did was I made the commitment, number one, that I was going to continue to come to the summit every year, and number two, that I was going to do each small steps and look at how that had any kind of incremental growth in my practice, right? So initially, the small steps was I started the communication policy. I made sure that I had holiday and seasonal occasion greeting cards, Real simple things that had an impact and also resulted in my clients that received these holiday and greeting cards now made referrals. This communication policy opened me up to have more time because I specifically said, this is how I'm going to entertain your phone calls. You have to make an appointment because I want to make sure that when I'm talking to you, I'm focused on you and I'm not interrupting something else that I'm working on made a huge difference in my ability to allocate my time, but it also made a huge difference in how I looked at my practice. Then I talked about my medium steps. So my medium steps that resulted in big results, I was looking at branding, but branding in a better, more crisp way. So in this particular slide, you're looking at the before and after of what my client handbook looked like. You may have seen someone else that had a client handbook similar to this. His name is Ben Glass. That's right. I ripped off. I duplicated. I did exactly what he did, but I just put my name on it, my branding on it, and made it specific to family law and estate plan. Okay? So that was 2016 to 2017. We're making medium steps. We're doing a little bit better. 2017 to 2018 was the website overhaul. Now, I had done an avatar. I determined that my best client were men and men that were going through divorces, custody battles, child support battles. So my website is geared towards men. I do not turn away women as clients. I wrote a book about five things that she's doing to prepare for divorce. I had more women buy that book because they said I was giving away all the secrets. <laughs> okay, I don't care who buys it, <laughs> right? So even though if you look at my website, there are more male children images on the website, it hasn't kept women from also wanting to be clients as well. 
So again, I did the website overhaul 27 to 2018. Again, that was a medium step, but it again yielded big results. 2019 to 2020, bigger steps now. We've gone from small, medium to big steps. I've got the newsletter working, and I've also got an ebook that I created that anyone would be able to get free from my website, How to Pick a Family Law Attorney. Okay? Now, all of that is great and wonderful, but what these slides did not show you back in 2020 was one big thing. So that's how it looked in the front. This is how it looked in the background. My practice was a disaster. It was blowing up. I was making no money. Another word for that is this. I wasn't just broke. I was broker than broke. I was broker than broke. But I made the commitment that I was going to do these steps because I ultimately knew that they were going to yield results, right? So the question is, how does that now become money? And the more you stay plugged in to GLM, the more you make these small, medium, and big steps in your practice, the more that they will turn into money. It's almost like you don't plan it, it just automatically happens. So, for example, here's my numbers. And I'm going to fix this last number in a second. Now, in 2019, my employee or my staff number was one. It actually should have been negative one. Because I had an employee who decided that she was going to make my life miserable. Now, I know we can't use names when we're up here presenting. So I'm going to call her heifer number one. Okay? So heifer number one brought all of her personal issues to my office. It was to the point where I didn't want to come in the office. Or when I came in the office, I was depressed because I came in the office, right? So one of the things that I would suggest to anyone, if you ever want to get clarity about where you are and where you're going, is to go to Vegas. Not only should you go to Vegas, but you should go to Vegas when Janet Jackson is in residence. So my friend and I went to Vegas. I had no idea. Somewhere around the time that Janet was singing the pressure principle, the light came on. And I turned to her in the middle. I mean, it's a crowd, and we're all screaming. We're having a great time at the concert. And I looked at her, and I said, I've got to fire the heifer. <laughs> and she looked at me and said, it's about time. So in the middle of this concert, we're jumping up and down because I'm going to go back to my office and I'm going to fire heifer number one, which I did. Now, it did two things for me. Obviously, that meant I no longer had this administrative person that was going to be helping me, but the air in my office cleared out. All of the stress that she brought, all the lack of work that she brought, all of that was gone. Now, I had to step up until I found her replacement and do some of that work, but the whole atmosphere in the office became better. I was able to think better about where I wanted to go, the different things that I wanted to do, so it was amazing. So heifer number one, kicked her out the door. And I would suggest that. Sometimes we will have people that are working in our offices that we know are not good. 
but they fill a void. But at what cost? Because if this person is just maintaining, but they're not adding anything to your practice, they need to go. It may be difficult for a while while you're trying to adjust and no longer having that person there, but I implore you, get rid of the person sooner rather than later. And you could see from my numbers, my profits at that point were pretty low by my standards today. But anyway, so I, I made in profit about 30K, right? Remember I told you I was broke? Yeah, I was 30K broke, right? Trying to figure out how I'm going to pay bills, not only for the office, but also for my home life as well. Hey guys, this is Ben. If you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, not just the marketing and practice building strategies, but the philosophy of the art of living your best life parts, you should know that my son Brian and I have built a tribe of like-minded lawyers who are living lives of their own design and creating tremendous value for the world within the structure of a law practice. We invite you to join us at the only membership organization for entrepreneurial lawyers that is run by two full-time practicing attorneys. Check us out at greatlegalmarketing.com. Okay, 2020, it's me, just me, and we're in COVID. So things have slowed down a little bit. Not enough that I wasn't still making money, but there was no need at that time, in my mind, to have extra employees or extra staff. So, of course, the profit that I realized at that time when we're looking about, you know, the high 50s was all as a result of me not having to pay for this other employee. But also keep in mind that my marketing was now starting to kick in. So we're looking at more money coming in going out towards marketing, but I'm realizing more of a profit. Okay, 2021 to 2022, in December of 2021, I hired another intake specialist to replace heifer number one. So again, we cannot use names. We're not going to use names, but this one I'm going to call heifer number... Thank you. So... The problem with heifer number two was that she decided that she wasn't going to come in the office one day and not let me know. So around 12 o'clock, I sent her a wonderful email and said, well, you've abandoned your job, turn in your keys, have a nice day. 6.30, oh, my dad was sick. Was he not six at six o'clock in the morning when you could have texted me? Don't understand. So I had to get rid of heifer number two. Now, the irony of this is you never, just because someone is not working out for you, don't block whatever they may bring to the table. And what I mean by that is right before I fired heifer number two, she had recommended that I hire or consider one of her friends for my marketing assistant position that I had just opened. He's phenomenal. I hired him right after I fired her. Imagine what their conversations are like when they go out for drinks, right? So, you know, it was great. And so at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work through all of this intake stuff until I can get someone. But at least I've got a marketing assistant. He's working with Annika. It's great. If anybody knows anything about or has followed anything that I've posted online, you see that we now have a legal eagle. He has a name. He's bigger than life than me. Okay, that's fine. As long as it's bringing people and they're recognizing that stuffed animal 
is my firm, I'm okay with it, right? And with all of the gods on my side, I get an email from a young lady that says, hey, I was wondering if you're still hiring for your intake position. I had not at that point advertised my intake position. Yeah. So she says, well, I really think that I would be a good fit. Okay, so this is someone that I didn't have advertise for, someone that I didn't go after. She sought me out. And that's the best type of em employee or staff member that you want. So she starts next Monday. So I'm excited about that. So now we're up to two. Now, the numbers for me have changed dramatically. A large part of that, I would say, has to do with the fact that I got this marketing assistant in place and that he's working out great and he's doing this additional marketing for me, right? So my numbers aren't really correct. I think at the low end, I'm looking 80, high end, 125. Actually, I shared in our group that it's more like a quarter of a million in profit. This is the first time that I'll be in a six-figure profit since I've been practicing. And thank you. And I've been doing this for 25 years, right? And, you know, as I, I expressed to our lunch group earlier, you know, your hero group, your icon group, the members are going to push you, right? And so one of the questions was, well, what do you think your firm is going to look like a year from now? And I said, oh, it'll be five of us, including me. Dead silence in the room. Dead silence in a group, in the hero group, means we're just going to let her tolerate that for right now. We're just going to let her think that she's going to do five people. And in January, we're going to push her to seven to ten. Right? I already know what I've set myself up for, but I just want to kind of give you an idea of the pressure and the push that you feel when you're in these groups. But it's a good pressure. So now there's a big shift in my mind from, you know, when I started in 2015 till now. And I call it the hourly worker shift to the owner-CEO shift, right? As an hourly worker, you're thinking that it's quicker if I get it done myself. I don't want to delegate. I don't want to do any of that, right? It's quicker if I do it myself. As an owner-CEO, you think more of it may be quicker, but that's my time that I'm taking up. Let me delegate it to someone else. They may not be as perfect or do it exactly the way I do it, but that additional time that I'm expending doing that, I would rather have that them do that so that I can focus on other things. You don't delegate well as an hourly worker, right? And you delegate with the mindset that you're going to have more time when you're an owner or CEO. And then as an hourly worker you view the law firm in a very limited space, right? As an owner and a CEO, you look at it more globally or more expansive, okay? And those are some of the things that I've experienced over the last few years being connected. Now, let's talk about fun. So one of the things that you can do when you get these things in place is you can de-stress, I like spa days now. I liked them before, but now I can actually participate in a spa day as opposed to dreaming of one, right? And I can de-stress. 
All right? Happy fall, y'all. My whole disposition has changed in terms of how I deal with people. I'm happy. I speak to everybody. I did that before, but I do it even more now. Hi, how are you? I speak to everyone. Okay? Because as a result of me being in a owner-CEO posture, as a result of me being in, in a position where I'm earning more money now, and again, that may not be your goal, it may not be your desire, but as a result of being in that position, it gives me options, right? And it gives me the ability to be happier and enjoy life. I could be more strategic. I can think more about implementation. I can think more about strategies, right? As opposed to, oh my God, I've got to make payroll. Now that's going to happen, but you know, you put things in place to help you prevent that being such a catastrophic situation, right? And also, it gives you choices, right? More choices than I've ever had before. So now, I can step back and make more decisions about what do I want this practice look, to look like two years from now, three years from now, five years from now. I couldn't think about that before. This additional money that I have now as a profit that's sitting in an account, I can now delegate that to making sure that I have two months of expenses set aside. I can invest some of that money. I can put that money towards hiring more support staff or hiring another attorney or two, maybe three, never know, right? So I am having more fun, and it's all because I agreed in my mind initially that I was going to commit myself to GLM. I was going to do these little steps that I promised myself I was going to do every year, and not just say that I'm going to do them, but actually do them. That carried over to my mastermind group, right? Listening to what others have said that they have done in their practices and making the commitment that I'm going to follow their lead. They've done it. If there was mistakes that were made, they've made them already. Why would I want to do anything else other than follow these leaders who have already done it and have already blazed the trail for me, right? So... You all are going to have plenty of time for snacks. You're going to have plenty of time for a break. I just wanted to come up here and give you all an idea of how possible it is. So don't look at it from, you want to look at it from your long-term goal, yes. Where you want your law firm to look and how you want it to look are a few years down the, down the line. But take the small steps first. Build on each of the small steps. And then you can sit back and dance, and have fun, and go to spas, like I do. All right, guys, that's it for me. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are on a 30-minute break, and when we come back at 2.30, we will be doing our first raffle drawing. So make sure you're back at 2.27 for that. 2.27. If you like what you just heard on the Renegade Lawyer podcast, you may be a perfect fit for the great legal marketing community. 
Law firm owners across the country are becoming heroes to their families and icons in their communities. They've gone renegade by rejecting the status quo of the legal profession so they can deliver high-quality legal services coupled with top-notch customer service to clients who pay, stay, and refer. Learn more at greatlegalmarketing.com. That's greatlegalmarketing.com.